Hello guys and welcome to part three of Best Friend Talks. Um this episode we kind of go over a lot of things, uh hence why his name with his name. Um but this is a, a disclaimer I'm putting at the beginning, at the end of this, towards the end, we do kind of talk about some more adult stuff. Um, it's not as explicit as it may sound to you guys now that I'm explaining it, but it does get a bit explicit. Um, so if that makes you uncomfortable, we're talking about like adult film, adult films, porn, whatever you want to call it. If it does make you a little bit uncomfortable, I don't know why it would, but if it does, I'm going to put a warning in right before we start talking about those things and if it makes you uncomfortable you just just skip right out of it at that point um so yeah that'll be around i don't know the hour mark or something around there but up until that point everything is pretty wholesome and uh i think pretty insightful so go ahead listen enjoy it give me feedback i say that every time to give me feedback but y'all don't really give me feedback but it's okay it's cool i'm gonna keep doing this because i love it so i appreciate y'all listening and uh yeah enjoy the show some men they just they don't get the hint and I'm not even talking about drunk men. I'm talking about men can be completely sober. And they just, I think me and you were talking about this the other night. They don't get the hint. They don't get the body language like, okay, I'm not interested in you. Instead, they just keep, that's why I was saying earlier about the five, 10 minute conversation. Then you're going to want more because you, they don't get the hint. Like, okay, I'm not interested. Just walk away. So I need you right now to talk to your men to let them know the body language, the, the little things that she says, she's just not that into you. So just walk away. Don't keep pressing the issue if if it's obvious she's not into you. I'm going to say this. I could go into like the meaning of different uh, cues and all this. Most men ain't going to understand that shit. So I'm not even going to do that. Like, I, I know you want me to, but most men are not going to even take that as something, you know, to consider. Because there's a, there's a level of experience that is required to fully understand that. So me and other guys that have talked to a lot of girls, dealt with a lot of girls, been with a lot of girls, the whole nine like that. We can understand that, like I, you know, me and my boy, uh, we sometimes we would sit and we'd be like we watch our homeboys try to talk to girls and like almost immediately be like, yeah, she ain't into him. Like let's see what he do, and then like he continue trying, like oh he over there, uh, you know, he he acting, he trying to he trying his best and it's not working. He, I don't think he notices it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's not because he's not taking the hint consciously it's because he doesn't know her cues you know what i'm saying i get that a lot of women try to be nice because of uh 
you know the fact that there's a lot of men out there that will that that can't handle rejection mm-hmm. i understand that and so i can't really speak on that portion of it but i do think there are a lot of women that should just straight up be like no nah, i'm not interested which there are there are i've talked to him i've seen my homeboys talk to him but if you're a woman that ends up in in situations where you're wanting to tell a dude uh, or, or you're trying to give a dude signs that you're not interested and he's not picking up on these signs you need to just straight up tell him don't play that game don't don't take the risk of showing him some interest um there's another that's another thing i kind of wanted to talk about women like uh taking responsibility for their vulnerability and when i say vulnerability i don't mean emotional i mean physical vulnerability um but to that in a second but i think a lot of women just need to be able to just hey i'm not interested don't if you know if you see a dude and almost immediately you know nah i'm not interested at all don't take that drink from him you know but then again like you said there are some men out there that just cannot handle rejection especially if it's that type of man that's not that every female tend to want and then you got this one female that don't want to because i've read so many stories of men following that one woman that rejected him the whole night following her back to her car and either attacking her or end up killing her and that's that's sad that's scary to me as a female that i tell you okay i'm not interested i can say in the most nicest way and then you follow me back to my car because you cannot handle rejection so when female just play along with it i can understand because there there could be the chance that you're one of those crazies and you follow me back to my car to attack me or something so like i said i i understand that as well i get it but how do i say this without sounding like a complete dick um I would like to think that that is a minority and not a majority of men, right? Will I, I don't know if I will go so far as to say an anomaly, but I, I don't think that's the majority of men that you're going, you're, you're going to encounter. Now, we're speaking on situations of in case shit happens. And this is a segue into another topic. We're speaking on situations of in case shit happens. I don't know. Well, I need to, your, your women's strategic move in case he's a crazy is to give him attention. I understand that women have talked about that long for a long time and I've always heard it. I think women need to take more responsibility for their protection and their vulnerability a lot of women have have done it it's been a thing like you know there's women's self-defense classes you know tasers mace women has been carrying tasers and mace for years 
do things that are going to be conducive to your protection. Men, we don't generally have to worry about somebody attacking us and, you know, pulling us into an alleyway and doing something strange to us and like all this type of shit. But in the case of something negative happens, of something negative happening, a lot of us men have guns and different things like that, you know, for in case shit happens. I'm a gun owner. I don't have my guns because I want to do something to somebody. I have my guns in case I need to use it. And I'm proficient with my gun. I think more women, because a lot of women aren't into guns. They're scared of guns. Things like that. But these are things that I feel like if if you're worried, if you're worried about that situation, if it's in your mind, hey, I'm worried about a weird guy doing this or doing that. Well, prepare yourself for that situation. That's that's what that's what you do. If you're worried about a specific situation, and that's a situation that haunts your thoughts, prepare for how to prevent that situation. I think women but should. That's the thing. Why can't we just have decent motherfuckers that just don't bother people? Like, I, why? I'm not one of them guys. I just go out and have a good night without having to worry about. Listen, I'm not one of them guys. I don't know why these men do what they do. I can't speak to that. I don't know. I don't. I think it's weird too, but I can't speak to, as to why they do what they do. It could be a psychological thing. Like you said, it could be they're used to getting every woman that they approach. So the one like fucks with them. It could be a lot of shit. But the point is like the whole, uh, rape culture thing like the, it's a big thing where like men say i mean uh, excuse me women say uh how about we just teach men to not to rape that's that's a great statement in theory but a lot of these men that do this shit are mentally disturbed not that it's that's that's not an excuse the, the point that I'm making when I say that is that mentally disturbed people exist. It's something like you like I want to say I, I need to look up the statistic, but it's like one in X amount of people you walk past a day or psychopaths and have the potential to be serial killers. That is scary. That it, is so scary. So so that's 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 where I'm saying this is something that is a fact. And us as human beings have not discovered how or not discovered we have not figured out how to eliminate that gene or trait or whatever uh psychosis comes from whether it's genetic or whether it's something that's developed we don't know how to prevent psychosis in psychotic individuals we don't know how to prevent that because we don't like we can screen for it but like you can't do anything to somebody with psychosis until they've actually committed a crime so since we don't know how to prevent it we prepare for it me as a man everywhere i go i'm trying to figure out how something can be a weapon or what's the best route to take or you know how to you know i'm very aware of my surroundings uh, I've always told you that I'm, I get like uncomfortable when I'm around a group of strangers. I'm a very outgoing guy. I like people. I like talking to people. 
But when I'm in a room full of strangers, I'm very quiet and reserved. When I go in somewhere, I'm gonna always choose a seat where my back is to a wall or a corner so I can get the maximum view of the room that I'm in because I don't know what's gonna happen. So I'm taking these precautions in case shit happens. When you can't prevent whatever the crime or issue is, you prepare for when shit happens. So if you went out and learned whatever martial art and that fucking weird dude followed you to your car, you can fuck him up because you're proficient at that. Or if you get a gun, for some dudes, all you got to do is pull the gun and they're going to run like a little bitch. But, you know, the other side of that is you got to be ready to use that motherfucker. You can't just be somebody who's just going to pull it just to scare somebody. A gun is not a, in my opinion, a gun is not a deterrent. It is a reaction. So you, you, you pull that gun, you need to be ready to use it. And you only need to pull it if you need to use it. But anyway, um... Those are the, these are ways that you can prepare for those type of situations because we as, as as a society, we as human beings don't know how to prevent those things from happening because it can happen randomly. It could just be somebody that just snaps. It could be all of these different reasons that this, this stuff happens. So, yeah, just got to prepare. Just got to prepare for those situations. I don't know if I'm going to get, like, looked at crazy for saying that. Because they're going to be like, yeah, we should just, like, stop men from doing X, Y, and Z. Like, how? I know. I know. <laughs> it's not realistic. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, it's easy to say as a man that is not creepy with women, that don't that I don't want to rape women, that I don't want to do fucked up shit to women. Like, it's easy for me to say, just don't do it. But there are people out there that don't have control of their sexual urges. There are people, or maybe they have control of it, but they don't have as strong a control, you know. It's a lot of shit that that people do that we, we try to blame on their decision making. But when you get into psychology, and they do like brain scans of these people and and you find out stuff like well they have very low activity in i can't remember exactly which lobe it is but it's it's a specific part of the brain that controls uh impulse it has is its impulse control which children's in in like small children's like toddlers though that parts of the, those parts of their brains aren't as developed so that's why small children are more impulsive if they see something and they want to go grab it they're going to go do it because of those parts of their brain aren't developed there's no activity there and there are are adult people that have low activity in those sections of their brains and if they get an impulse if they get an urge they go and act on it because that part of their brain doesn't control that impulse not that that's an excuse for anybody doing anything i think we should lock these people up once they do shit like that but right. you know it's one of them things where this is something that happens and it happens enough that this is a conversation so 
instead of saying how can we prevent these people from from doing this type of stuff how can i prepare myself to react to this situation and that's the that's the key to it it's like it's just like when you get a gun you practice with that gun you go to the range you don't just shoot and try to be a good shot because if you're a good if you're a great shot you can make a a one inch group at fucking 50 yards with a with a pistol that's great and all but have you also practiced on drawing your weapon from whatever uh, position on your waist that you carry it or if you're a woman and you carry your gun in your purse how quick can you get your gun out have you practiced that all of these subtle nuances is things that you should be practicing to prepare for the worst hopefully the worst never happens but when the worst does happen you're ready for it so like i said i think women should take more responsibility for self-defense and also i want to say not turning a blind eye to men because this the roles could be reversed because there are some women who have said that they drug men in the bars just so they could take them back home and I don't agree with that so the roles could be reversed and I don't agree with either but I feel like it's more common with men definitely it's definitely more common with men men are more more carnal more egotistical so a lot of men feel like I bought you this drink. You you owe me this. Or I took right. you out on this date. You owe me this. Like a lot of men feel like that. Um, and it, it, it's a shitty concept to to believe in. Uh, it, on, on a big scale, it's a shitty concept. Um, I do think if we put forth effort, effort should be recognized. But not necessarily do you owe us for anything. Because once you go with, once you start building anything off of transactions like that, I feel like that's a slippery slope. Because once you make things transactional, it's just, it's just bad. Like, yeah. And, and, you know, not just speaking negatively on men. Because women make things transactional too, especially with sex, especially with sex. I remember I had this teacher one time. I'm not going to say her name, but everybody I went to school with know exactly who I'm talking about. She said, uh, she she asked us a question. She was like, uh, what's, what is another name for marriage? And we were all like, huh? What the fuck is she talking about? And she was like, legal prostitution. It was like, what? Like, what, what, what the fuck is she talking about? And it's like, well, if a woman wants her husband to buy her a purse or some shit, she gonna do some things to him in in, in the privacy of their bedroom real good and make him happy. He gonna be like, damn, I should buy her a purse. <laughs> so. But yeah. that, also can, that also could be flipped. Yeah. Because it's real. Go ahead. What you saying? I was gonna say if a man wants that 
something sexual, or let's just say his wife isn't, hasn't been doing anything in the bedroom with him, he's probably gonna go like buy her something, like probably like sex, sexy lingerie or a purse or something that'll make her happy. And then in return, that's what he's gonna probably expect. So. Yeah, I agree that it goes both ways. But again, like I said, once you start a transactional relationship, then it, it's a slippery slope. Because what happens when we've built a relationship on I buy you some, you do some some extravagant shit in the bedroom, and then that one time when I buy you some shit and you just don't feel like doing anything, and you don't. Now I'm mad. Now it's an argument. Now it's this is that because the transaction wasn't completed. Because you've, you know, nat- you, you've innately instilled in me that once I do this, I'm supposed to get this. That's that's a that's a whole like psychology thing. I I, I can't remember terms right now, but uh, that it, it, it's directly relative to how you train dogs. That's why you can get a dog to sit because you've trained him to believe that once he sits, he's going to get a treat. So he sits every time you tell him to. And that is not not necessarily because your dog is smart and he understands the word sit. He doesn't know. It's not because of that. It's like that nigga want a treat. He think you're going to get him a treat, which is why most dogs, when they sit, they look up like this. Like, oh, treat. Where's the treat? And then you start taking away the treats and then they realize like, oh. Okay, they just want me to perform this action. I may or may not get a treat, but this is the action they want me to perform. So that's how you, you know, do that. So yeah, yeah. I remember learning about that in in uh, psychology because yeah. it was like Maslow's something. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. I, that that's. But there are like different types of. It was like Matt Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and then there was something else. That's that, yep. Because that's what they taught us in ALS. You went when it went to ALS like years ago, but like my ALS. No, I, I got the same. I got the same version as you. The wait, latest one. Wait, when did you go to ALS? Last year, my class was the first class at this base to get that 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 version of ALS. Okay, cool, cool. So yeah, we did the same thing. Yeah. So they teach all of that. Um, and they, it's basically like psychology one-on-one. Essentially, yeah. But yeah, you can't build, you can't build relationships off of transactions. It just don't, it doesn't work out well. Because like I said, you, you, you begin to expect that. Um, but yeah so anyway i feel like that's the the brunt of that but that makes that that made me think about um so you're talking about transactions do you think that finances matter in relationships When you say, do I think finances matter, do you mean like a split in the bills or do you mean like how much money 
a person makes, how much money my partner makes. Either or. I meant like kind of as a whole, but I get where where I need to kind of like break it down to something specific, but uh, mainly, uh, I guess, I guess for 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 saying now, like uh, just saying how much either individual makes. So me personally, I don't think it makes a difference but i will say is so i know like for some men they feel like they have to be the breadwinner of the relationship for me i feel like i am able to hold my own weight but whatever you contribute that's great that's awesome I'm not going to hold it over your head if I make more money than you. I'm not going to make you feel less of a man if I make more money than you. So me personally, I don't think that it would be a problem. But also, I'm not about to date a bum. Like, I'm not about to take care of you while you just sit on your behind all day. I but feel like... if you are working towards something, if you have... Or if you ambitious and you have goals and and you're showing me like I'm doing this so I can get to this point then I'm 100% going to support you but I'm definitely not dating a bomb someone that just has nothing going for themselves no so I I, I like I, I I don't know if if you just know me well or if that's just the obvious next point of the conversation but that was definitely my next question like could you date somebody at a certain level but yeah yeah I don't know I think that there's a lot of stock that goes into finances and relationships and I've I, 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 there's this one chick I, I don't know if this is a podcast that they do but I've seen like a couple of videos of her um, and she's always she was in at least in the videos I seen she was talking about like finances and relationships and you know and one of her videos was how to make a man uh, or how to get money out of a man or some shit like that and another one of them was, uh, oh, I know I have them saved because I was looking at them earlier. But yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of stock in, uh, in, in uh, relationships that generally goes towards the man. Like, women expect more. You know what I'm saying? Like, if a woman makes less than a man, and, and this is not necessarily to say anything about women in their thought process, it's more so how uh, patriarchy is a basis to a lot of the things that we do. But, you know, some people will argue pa- patriarchy. Some people will argue the natural order of things. Whatever your decision is in that, 
think finances are more geared towards men and finances matter more when you're talking about men. I agree. I know I got this bitch saved somewhere. Oh, okay. I, guess, I feel like there are some men who just feel like, okay, I'm the man. I have to be the breadwinner. I have to be that person. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. So. Her the the, the second video that I was trying to to get out uh, was how to keep a man, which I don't. I'm not gonna play the snippet of that, but there's another snippet. Where she was like, how to get a money, how to get money out of a man. I think I'll play like a minute of that. Um, where is it? There it is. All right. How to get money out of a man. Holiday Golden Child. I think, I don't know if this is supposed to be her name, but this is the title of the video. It's on Facebook. I saved it because I knew eventually that this was going to come up. But uh, this is this is it. Your mean ass is going to get fucked good and your bills paid. You Let me say this. I hate her voice. I hate that accent. But anyway. <laughs> Being the nice girl, the nice girl, you have to be know when to be nice. So first thing to get money out of a man, you got to know when to be nice and you got to know when to be nasty. That's number one. That's number one. Because, because you have to keep his attention span first. So you're trying to get money out of him. And there's levels. There's levels, lady. I, again, Alan has been doing this tutorial, you know. But here we are. There's levels. There's, what type of money are you asking for? And that's going to determine how nice you need to be and how nasty you need to be. So if you're a girl who's just asking for nail money and bill money, you you really don't have to be that nice. I'm going to get all that talking shit. I'm going to call her and talk mad shit about him. And then I'm going to answer the phone. Hello? How you doing? What time are you ready? No problem. Obedientness. That's number two. Be obedient. And I know it sounds. That's not a word. Obedientness is not a word. And I know it sounds crazy. It sounds very. But this is we're talking about. You're trying to get money out of a man. We're not. This is the topic, right? Okay, cool. Be obedient. Men like women who listen. It makes him. E it makes it easier for him to want to spend his money on you when you listen. In the same way that you want your child to get good grades, all you gotta do is get A's. I'll buy you whatever you want. It's the same shit. Get all A's in his class, and, and you'll get whatever you want. So that's about all I'm gonna play that. Um, it's like a six-minute video. Um, I would play the whole thing, but it just doesn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> but yeah, so that's a whole video on like however many ways to fucking get money out of a man and i feel like so much of uh the dating world the relationship world the interest world all, however you want to spin it is catered to getting money from people like i don't know i just feel like there's a lack of personal ambition like men created a market for women to be able to take advantage of them in their pockets we as men did that and now it's created a point to where women is just there's some women out there 
there's some women out there that I don't remember this. They they don't see the point in doing anything else other than getting their money by way of whether you look at it as taking advantage of men or uh, capitalizing on the market. However, I just feel like there's no personal ambition. Am I saying that that's wrong? Am I saying that that's right? No. I'm just speaking on what I'm seeing. Because if there's a market for something and you, you know, uh, capitalize on whatever that market is, I can't say you're wrong. I can't say you're wrong for doing that. So, you know. I was going to say, because you have to think about there are some men out there that absolutely love taking care of their woman. Like, there's some men out there who don't want their woman to have a job. They're like, all you got to do is just look pretty and I'll take care of you. There are some men out there. Why are you making that face? But <laughs> I just can't do that. <laughs> I know, but there are some men. Like, I, me, I could never, well, I ain't gonna say I could never, as it sits right now, because I'm very, like, back and forth on it. Like, I think, like, either way, whether you traditional or modern, whatever's whatever, but I feel like if you just a, a housewife, if you just a pretty face that's at home that I smash and maybe you cook and clean or whatever like i don't see the point in that being my life you know what i'm saying like just for me personally i could find all of that elsewhere like i could pay somebody to take care of my house i could pay somebody to cook and clean for me i could do that yeah. and as it come as it pertains to sex I can literally just live like a normal bachelor and not have a shortage of sex, especially if I have money. That's true. So it's like, for me personally, I can't see myself in that. There has to be some sort of, uh, I don't know, there has to be a reason that that you're in my life. Like, I just watched a video or Kevin Gates saying it. If you're not adding to me, to my life, to this, to what we're doing, you're subtracting from it. So a, a lot of people argue uh, emotional support and emotion. Like I like I love you, so like me having you around is like supporting me. Uh, uh, my my emotion, like you know, my heart. Blah, blah blah. Me, I just don't see it that way right now. Like, I need I need more than just that type of sim- stimulation if we're talking about a lifelong bond. Right. I agree. And not knocking any females, if you are that female that doesn't have a job and your man takes care of you, but for me personally, the way I look at it, because obviously, have church issues I'm, I'm i'm gonna be constantly thinking about okay this man makes all of the money so basically everything is in his control and he can just up and leave me 
whenever he felt like it. And I absolutely have nothing because he makes all the money and all the money that I get or all the money that I have comes from him. So that's just my perspective on it. Like I could never be that woman. It's interesting that you say that because my perspective on it is that in that situation, me as the man that's paying for everything, that's taking for everything, I'm take, taking care of everything, you can up and leave me. Like you, like, you can take the money that I'm giving you or you can have a side job or whatever. You can take that, some source of income that you have, whether it be from me or somewhere else, stack up your chips for 10 years. Cause I think 10 years is... is the standard for when you when you as a spouse are entitled to whatever uh the your your spouse had i think it's 10 years is just the standard the general thing but anyway you can stack up for like 10 years and leave me get half of my shit and you good you got you a nice little nest egg and you ain't had to do shit but like just just fuck just fuck and clean up and cook sometimes like you was big chilling and now you even bigger chilling. Now you got a bigger slice of the pie. So it's like it's crazy that like from each each side you can see a way of the that individual losing really big. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's 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 why I say it's 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 a safer bet to both of you have something that you bring into the table. Cause if y'all split, you still know whichever side you on. You good, you gonna make it. Right. You know. Um and and I recently saw something, it was a Facebook post. Uh I wanna find the exact I wanna find the exact one. And I hope that uh the individual that posted this, um, I hope she's listening. Cause me and her has had have had an argument about this similar thing. And it was her that shared this. And I definitely, definitely have to have a conversation uh, about this. But, damn, why she posts so much? I know this post was like four or five days ago. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> As I'm scrolling, I see her share. She shared a post that says, never trust a dude who breeds. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's somewhere there. Nope, 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 nope. That's not it. Okay, here it is. Alright. How come all of these men have the same idea about paying 50% of the bills, yet none of them live with their homeboy that wants to pay 50% of the bills? That also wants to pay 50% of the bills. It's because when a woman when when a woman brings 50% of the bill money, she also comes with free pussy and free labor, free cooked meals, free back massages. It's easy to guilt your girlfriend into keeping the house clean by coming at her womanhood. When you and your boy both pay 50% of the bills, you might actually have to do 50% of the chores. I read that and I was like, damn, this challenge is everything that I ever thought about the whole 50% argument. 
Yeah. I really didn't know how to respond to it, but I guess it's uh Yeah, I I, I still haven't figured out a response for that. So I think at this point I just gotta literally agree with it. Like I cannot see any flaws in that argument as of right now. That's true. I'll probably like listen back to this like when I'm editing and I'll be like, damn, I got a response to that now. But <laughs> as of right now, I I don't have no I don't have no comeback for that one. Like Yeah, because women that's uh, women are expected to take care of the household. But every once in a while you get that man that does it, but that's not coming at all but women are expected to take care of the household so that's the biggest thing with the response to that the response to that could very easily be like well i'm not like that i don't make eye and you know me i've pretty much lived on my own for you know the majority of my adult life um but i could always argue what i do but we're talking about men as a whole. So my argument for what I do is invalid because that's only, you know, just me personally. So, you know, I thought about like, yeah, that's the response. Like to say I do this, but it's not it's not a valid response because that's just me. I, I like to do all of those things. But I think there's a big conversation about the 50-50 uh argument where there where a lot of women are like it's not actually 50 50 50 she's really doing more and then there's a lot of men that's like no we need to do 50 50 because it is and that i think the perfect ideal between this is 50 50 in all aspects right you you both of you can cook both of you clean both of you do have like each part of the chores. Both of you pay fifty percent of the bills. Both of you, you know, like that's the the perfect uh, thing. Uh, so I do understand though, like that that really put that in perspective for me. It's like you know we 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 stay focusing on the bills part of it, but we don't we don't speak on the house labor part of it where a lot of men just expect like that the woman is supposed to take care of this and that well I provide the food so you know you gotta do whatever but yeah you you also pay only half of the bills so she pays half of the bills too just because you buy the food she gotta put the labor in to cook it like that's that's more um so I understand that but I think well, I don't know we branched off but we branched off kind of like talking about marriage and like you know having a housewife and shit um, I just I, that's, those are those are two different conversations, um, but all in all, you can if if you have one person taking care of everything, either side can be at a loss if y'all end up splitting up. But if that's your thing, if that's your niche, go for it. I think that's the biggest thing that I can that that I can uh, put out as a takeaway from this. Do what's right for you. Don't try to fit in into into any uh, societal standards or uh, 
cultural standards of whatever what's supposed to be like do what works for you and if you find somebody where what works for you and what you're intent on and set on they're not with that see if you can compromise if you can't if you absolutely like i don't want to compromise my ideas then find somebody who thinks like you i have a question it's totally off topic has nothing to do with marriage actually has the complete opposite to do with marriage okay do you feel like it's necessary for for a person to go through a whole phase before they get into a serious long-term relationship? Whew. Uh, this is... Um, is it necessary? Um... I don't think it's necessary for everyone, but I think it's not, uh, how do I say that? I think that it can be a helpful thing. So mind you, I'm the, the, the guy that thinks that there should be no societal difference in looking at a man as a whole and a female as a whole. I think it should be one and the same. Mm-hmm. Which is if you want to fuck ten people this month, fuck ten people this month. Who am I to tell you you're wrong? Right. So I think it can be helpful because I I am an individual and I can attest to knowing other individuals that can say they're glad they got that out of their system. Now when you know. I also know people that are married and literally the only person that they've ever been with is their spouse. Mm-hmm. Well, then there's what happens if slash when it comes to that point where you see somebody else or maybe the offer is made for you to experience something new. It's going to be a lot in my opinion, it's going to be a lot harder to turn that down if you've literally never experienced anything else. It's like I've only had apples my whole life. Like my whole adult life, I only know apples. And I know there's other fruit out there, but I only want apples. And then somebody comes up and be like, hey, yo, this is a pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yo, that's di- that looks totally different than apples. Damn, you say it's sweet. I can. It's a lot bigger. Damn, maybe I should try this pineapple and see if I really like apples. See if I still love these apples. Maybe I'm being pretty cynical about it, but. I don't think that you need to have a whole face. I just think that if you do have one, that can help you in learning experiences. There, there are certain things that you experience in your quote unquote whole face that's gonna help you in relationships, in my opinion. I, I may be totally wrong to everybody else, but that's just what I think. Cause it, it just it just it helps you to understand the differences in people, and then 
I, I think a, a big part of why I think this way is because I put a lot of stock into sex in a relationship. So I think that sex is an important part of a relationship. Some people don't. But because I think it's such an important part of a relationship, that's something you want to have experience in. That's something, or, you know, not necessarily have experience in. That's something you want to have a lot of knowledge about. You know, right. not necessarily from experience. You, you can be well-versed from just studying it, uh, you know, on the depths of the internet, late night in your uh, private tabs. Um <laughs> <laughs> Cause everybody know when you take that when you take that portrait lock off on that iPhone and you go to your Safari and go to that private tab, we know what you're doing. Some of y'all doing it right now. It's, it's two a.m. where I am, and some of y'all. Anyway, um, oh my god, you can you can learn a lot. You can learn a lot from it, whether it's through experience or whether it's through research or however your whatever your mode of learning is, and I think that helps you uh, in a relationship. Cause, cause I think you need to know yourself. Obviously, the traditional like thing is is you know whoever you marry is literally gonna be the first and the only person you be with. That's like the the old school traditional way of thinking, but. Right. I think anything that you get into, you need to have knowledge about beforehand, which kind of goes back to to uh, what we was talking about earlier before we started recording, where that the uh, other people's podcast where they were talking about uh, women forcing monogamy on men when they can't keep up. If she would in in the video that I showed you, if she would have known before they got married. That she couldn't keep up with his sex drive, right? It wouldn't be a conversation, right? You know, so I think that's like something you need to know about yourself. You need to know where you are sexually, and like I said, I think the very basis of it is is to quote unquote get it out of your system, like. But what can you truly get it out of your system? Say that again. I said, can you truly get it out of your system? Because I feel like sex is one of those things where you just keep wanting it. Even if you go years without it, you cannot convince me that during those years, there's not a time where you was like, I want to do this right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like getting it out of your system. Is that truly a thing or is it you just, there's a point in your life where you're like, okay, I'm tired of going from person to person to person. I just want to do this with one person. I can't say for everybody that that's the case. I know a lot of older men that's, that be cheating. They've been cheating since been cheating, since been cheating. I know a lot of old cats that do that. Um, But I also knew a lot of old cats that did it when they was younger and don't do it now. So I can't really say if there's a number on it or if it's specific to individuals. I, I, I'd like to say it's specific to individuals because there's a point when you when you get to where it's like, okay, like I do want this with just one person. Um, but I can see 
how that question, how you beg that question, because that is true. You might not ever get to the point where you're like, yeah, I'm tired of this with multiple people. Like there's there's an excitement to it, to it being a different person. It's 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 kind of like once you like I'm gonna put this in in Air Force terms or military terms. Mm-hmm. You leave the, the the United States for the first time and you visit that one country and you're like, okay, cool. This is like the experience. Maybe that country wasn't the best country. Maybe you went to like fucking Vietnam or some shit like that. Like wherever. Like maybe it wasn't the best country. But the experience of going to another country's, huh, this is interesting. So now you 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 wanna go to another country and see what another country is like. And it's like right. Now you got the travel bug. There's other bugs you can get during sex, but you know we're not gonna talk about those. Um, anyway, you 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 get into that cycle of just experiencing something new. Cause I remember there was a time, young a younger me, a younger Chevy was like I wanna like my goal is to sleep with a girl of every different ethnicity. And I was like I've 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 had black women, I've had white women, like I had had a, a, a Spanish woman. And it was like well that that's the scope of what I've had, you know. Most of them were black, but you know, had the scope of that. I'm like, alright. Well, now I need to have something. I need to have one of each, as, as many ethnicities as possible. Young me was like that. So I can see how that can become a, a thing where it's like, it's not even about the the sex and the learning and the, you know, this, this and that. It's literally just, you have, you just addicted to, to, to trying a bunch of new shit. Like, I can understand that. So, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I think a little bit deeper about this, and I change my mind on that because that that's like a like an important like important question. Is it ever enough? Is it ever that point? I can't speak personally. I I feel like I I I like to think I'm at a point where I'm. How do I say it? I, I know I'm at a point right now where I'm like, I'm, I don't want to do like a whole bunch of, you know, random this and that. I'm very, I'm very much so more reserved about what I do. Um, you know, I got, I got what I got going on. I, I don't like to put that on her. You know what I'm saying? The details of what I got going on. I feel like that's too vague. Now people gonna be wondering. People gonna be like, oh, he got that shit. Like, there's people be thinking outlandish shit when you say something like that. But, uh, I just don't feel like I'm, I, I'm at that. I'm, I, I don't think I'm any, I'm at that point any longer of wanting to just sleep around and shit All like right. that. Like, I, I think I lost that uh, a, a good little while back. And I haven't been doing anything. Um, 
Cause you know I got what I got going on. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that, and I'm just gonna let people speculate on what the fuck they think I mean. Cause I I'm, I'm sure they probably don't know. Everybody like to think negative, so they're gonna be like, yeah, this nigga got AIDS. <laughs> nah, that is not the case. I got I got my papers. I'm clean, bitches. <laughs> The reason I asked that question about the whole whole face thing because obviously you know me and you know like my personal business but I did there were there was this guy that I was talking to and he said that he was hesitant on talking to me or being in a long-term relationship with me because I haven't been through that. Well, I know for a fact I haven't been through that. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, in my head, I was confused because I'm like, okay, but I thought this is what men wanted. Because I feel like, like you said, I also agree with you. I feel like men and women should both be viewed the same when it comes to having, like, the amount of sexual partners or whatever but for him to say that to me I'm like okay I thought this what this is what men wanted because I feel like there's such a negative stigma that comes behind women sleeping around so I was just confused as to why you know so I think this is, is that's just that individual's specific idea like maybe he just wants somebody to experience maybe it's that idea that like well if she hasn't ever really experienced new dick then maybe we start talking and then some new dick come along and she's like "Ooh, what is that over there like you know i i i guess this way he's just maybe his thought process is like if she's done it already there's nothing that can intrigue her about something new. Maybe that was his thought process. I don't know. But I do think a lot of people think like that nowadays. But I also think a lot of men are the opposite. Where they're like, they don't want you to, to be done, done, did anything. Like, they don't want you to be done, had any, you know, any type, any type of amount of dudes. But I don't know. I think it's a split thing right now. Me personally, like if I'm talking to, if I if in in the past when I've talked to girls and you know that conversation come up about how many people you've been with, if you tell me you've been with like thirty people, I'm not gonna be like, I ain't gonna lie, the thought might pop up in my head, in my head, be like, damn, you was a hoe at some point, but like I'm not gonna use that as a basis to judge you and how I should deal with you if you tell me you've been with 50 dudes my next question isn't or my next statement or my next statement slash question isn't going to be about them dudes and it's, it's, it's not going to be like oh I don't fuck with you now my next statement is going to be like how often do you get tested All right. do you have your papers is the date current 
<laughs> like that's that's what I want to know. I want to know: Are you clean? Have you ever had an STD? STI, excuse me. And if you got an STD, then got the dough. Go. <laughs> I don't need nobody with luggage. I don't need that. But yeah, I also think that's important. Me personally, I typically don't have that conversation about how many people have you been with. The conversation is mostly about when was the last time you you were tested? Are you clean? You know what I'm saying? So I 100% agree with that. I never, I never, that I can remember... In my adult life, I'm sure I did. I'm pretty sure I did it when I was like a dumbass teenager. But in my adult life, I cannot remember a time where I've ever asked a girl uh, how many people she's been with, unless it was in response to her asking me. Because I've been asked way more times than I've asked the question. And I, of course, once you ask me, and then I'm gonna be like, well, what about you? That's just because, like, you were interested in mine. Now I mean, you show me mine. I'm a, I show you mine. You now you show me yours. Like that's 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 how that is. But I don't care. Generally, like I'm like like you said, it's it's more about like, uh, are you clean? Like I I could care less how many people you've been with. Uh. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the section where we kind of get a little bit more explicit and we talk about adult stuff so if you're a child get on uh, but it is, does air a little bit more on the humorous side so I suggest you listen I recommend listening but you know I can't tell you what to do with your life um, I'm just not responsible for if you listen and you hear something you didn't want to hear but it's really not that bad but anyway keep listening or not I really don't care now I'm talking to you and you was like yeah I used to be a porn star well that just might be a problem right there because now we gotta take into consideration that you've been with Mandingo niggas and I can't match up to that <laughs> I, I, I don't need you I don't need me and you to be done and you being like mm, Lexington 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 still was better I don't I don't need that I don't need that at all the fact that I know his name just makes me mad at myself that I've been that far in the depths of the internet. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. But <laughs> you know who Mandingo is, though. Don't tell me you don't know who Mandingo is. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! Just making me look bad on this bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna cut that whole fucking section out. <laughs> I can't have nobody hearing that shit. <laughs> now I look like a now I look like a weird freak that <laughs> just be on the internet looking for shit. Oh my god. Fuck man, we used to. I think this is the difference between men and women. Like when I was when I was younger. You know what I'm saying? We get our hands on these types of DVDs and shit. And most of them had the name of what it was written on it. And in those days, it was a lot more words on the screen. Like now, 
you watch it, you watch it. It's literally like you hit play, the video like buffers for a second, and it's immediately a bitch with a dick in her mouth. Like it's instantaneous. Like it's just there. Back in them days, you gotta you you had to fucking skip forward. You had to skip through all the words and shit. And you only had one or two of these motherfuckers. So as a teenager, you don't watch these motherfuckers three, four, five, six. 17 times over you like all right well this time i'm just gonna watch this motherfucker start to finish so you you read the words and you're like huh that's so that's obviously lexington steel and that's fucking uh what was that bitch name uh now you know <laughs> tony sweets you know like pinky um uh, <laughs> cherokee the ass <laughs> Naomi Banks. I have no idea who any of these people are. Candace Nicole. Everybody, everybody. Oh, Misty Stone. I forgot about her. She been in the game for a minute. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna be a bunch of people listening to this. Like, this nigga nasty. Hey man, I ain't, I, I said I was gonna cut it out, but I ain't gonna cut it out because this is this is real shit. This is real shit. I know, I know for a fact that when I play this shit, it's gonna be some niggas just listening to this, and they gonna be like, "Yeah, he ain't even lying." I know every one of them names, and I can name you twenty five more. I know, I know. Yeah, I cannot relate. At all. I'm shit. I know it's gonna be some motherfuckers that relate. I know women that can relate. It's some women that who they be in the depths of that shit. Like the depths of it. <laughs> I done met women that, that say they only watch gay porn, not lesbian, gay porn. And I don't understand it. Cause I don't obviously I don't watch it or anything like that, so I can't understand it, but just it's fucking I don't know. But at the same time, as a man who likes lesbian porn, I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe that's why she watch it. <laughs> Maybe it's the same type of thing. Like, I don't know. Oh, my God. All right. So um, <laughs> that went way the fuck left. <laughs> I don't know how I got on it. Oh, I was, I, I remember I said something about lacing. Oh, uh, if a woman been with a lot of dudes, yeah, that's that's what I was. With that. Yeah, yeah. That's just that's just funny though. That shit is funny. Just, I think porn is hilarious. Sometimes I just I just be watching it just just for the hilarity of it. There's this one. It was actually going around Facebook. They cut like the actual like sex acts out, but it was just like the intro of it. And it was like this dude. He was at this chick's house, and her mom was there. Cause her mom had like was like, all right, I'm leaving to go wherever. And then so she called the dude over. And the dude, they in there kissing and shit. 
and you know it's a porno so you know what they about to do all right and so the mom comes back in and she hears her coming in the door so she tells him to hide and this nigga hid behind the curtains with his feet out and everything The mom comes in there and she's talking to the daughter. She's like, I left something. I left my phone or some shit like that. And then she's like, it's something different in here. Is anything different in here? And she's like, "Mm, no. Like in the worst acting possible. Like, no, I don't think anything's different. She's like, okay. You know, don't have any boys over. Just goes back outside and shit. And then like, you know, a minute or so later, she comes back in like, oh, I also forgot this. You know what I'm saying? So when she heard her coming back in the second time, she was like, hide again. This nigga, I swear to I swear to you, I can't I cannot make this shit up. This nigga stood up, took the lampshade off and put it on top of his head and just stood there in the corner, just like this, just like planking straight up with the lampshade on his head. Oh my god. And she walked in and she was having a, convers- having a conversation with him. She was like, there's something, it feels something different, like something's different in here. And she looks directly at this nigga and says, <laughs> and I quote, did we get a new lamp? <laughs> I cannot make this fucking shit up. Then the girl, the main girl in the scene walks over to him and like pulls his arm as if she was pulling the chain to turn the lamp on and she was like nah see it's like a it's a this this is a perfectly working lamp and she pulls the nigga arm and obviously the fucking lamp don't come on because it's a nigga under a lampshade <laughs> and then she's like oh it must need a new light bulb or whatever and she's like oh well maybe i'll pick something up or some shit like that and then she leaves and then you know obviously they fuck or whatever after that I was like, they just don't even put no effort in this shit no more. This they just be making acting shit. Like the worst acting ever. Like I don't even know why they put that part in videos anymore. Cause obviously we're not here to see <laughs> that part anyway. So I be there see it now, cause this shit be funny as hell. They be so bad at acting. <laughs> like oh my. My pool boy is outside with his shirt off. Like, what? <laughs> he comes in to get a drink and he yeah. goes from asking for a drink and then next thing they're like on the sofa. I, getting I'm just like. I think the funniest ones is the like the stepsister, the stepmom shit. They just be. <laughs> they be ending up in the, in the weirdest situations. It be like, oh, uh. I caught you doing this, or like, like a, a, a one that's common. I, I get, I think is, is like, uh, like the the, the stepsister accidentally sent her stepbrother a, a, a nude picture of her, and then he confronts her about it. It's like I'ma tell mom you taking pictures like this, and she's like, no, uh, don't tell. If you don't tell, I'll suck your dick. I'm like, bitch, is this real life? Is this really? This is really what y'all came up with, like, and I guess people get off on that. I don't know, but that should be weird. Yeah, weird. weird. Then it be ones with with a whole family is fucking like stepsister and stepmom, but I'm like, all right, so 
somebody got to be really related in this motherfucker. <laughs> Y'all doing some weird shit now. But it's it's a it's a dude that like puts his videos on Pornhub, but there's no sex involved in them. Like it'll be like a dirty sounding title, but it'll be him doing regular shit. Like I remember the, the one that I distinctly remember because the dude is like this ginger looking motherfucker, and he like found this other like redhead like actual porn star, and the video was like titled like uh two redhead. Two redheads uh, rub sunscreen on each other. And that was literally the video. Them in the park. And he was like, oh, it's kind of getting warm out here. We should put some sunscreen on. And she was like, yeah, that's a good idea. And they like put sunscreen on. And then he looked at the camera and the video ended. I was like, this is some wholesome content right here. <laughs> that's funny. Then he have them like, it'll be like, uh, like, pool boy actually cleans the pool and doesn't have sex with the milf or some shit like that like and he's like popular like he got millions of views on his videos that's crazy like why didn't i think of this you know it'd be the the most simplest things that people go viral or they get famous off of and i'm like I do this shit every day. All I had to do was record myself. <laughs> I, look, the the whole reason I started a podcast was because we we used to talk bullshit in the day room in in Korea, and I was like, "Yo, this shit's kind of funny." So we should record this and like post it and like do a podcast or like a YouTube or something like that, and. That was how I started mine. Obviously, I'm no longer in Korea, so I didn't have the same people, but, you know, it'd be regular shit. It might be, it, it might take just me talking about porn to make this bitch famous. You never know. I hope none of my family end up hearing this shit, though. Because oh <laughs> I got an aunt that's like, She's probably the most like socially in tune person that I know. And I just, I know my cousin sees me like on Facebook and shit. So I just like hope that she don't share it one day and her mom sees it and listens to it. And then she lets my uncle listen to it. And then now I gotta have this conversation when I go back home. I'm just not gonna go. If I find out that they heard my shit, I'm just not gonna ever go back home again. <laughs> I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna be a telephone family member for the rest of my life. I don't think that. I don't think that's possible. Like you'll have to go home for something. Yeah, I disagree. Can't make me go home. Goddamn it. You're gonna have to go home for something. Well, if I do, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna learn American Sign Language. I'm just gonna talk to everybody in ASL. Yo, I seen this post of this lady. I don't know if I told you this, but she was like, it had been like, I think like 10 years. She was just 
using sign language and people thought that she was deaf. But she wasn't. But she was just using sign language so she wouldn't have to talk to people. I've been wanting to use uh, sign language just because like a lot of times I don't like people. So if I could use sign language, I could just not talk to people. Like, and that would be dope. But I feel like that's kind of fucked up for like people that actually need it. And I'm yeah. just I'm just using it because I'm a dick. Yeah. 